Good morning, my little anklets. Tuesday morning, nice, bright and early. Well, I, it's not bright at all. In fact, it's cloudy. In fact, it's very dull, but never mind that. I'm off to the kitchen suppliers to do more stuff on the Sloan Square job. This should be fun. Um, sorted out some tiles, which is, uh, I think, could be going to be um, well received by the kitchen supplier. We shall do a little bit of videoing today. My poor kitchen supplier. He's getting quite used to being on video these days. But for now, I am heading into town. It's probably going to be horrendous, actually, isn't it? Going into town not that long before Christmas. You forget. Every year I forget. Let's go and brave it. Well, that was a, a whirlwind meeting. Bathrooms galore. And I've just had some lunch, which is great. And now I'm quite sure there was a card shop. I have to get cards. As in a greeting card, I need to get a wedding anniversary card and I need to get a congratulations you've just got into university card. I'm sure there was a card shop down here. I'm on St. Martin's Lane. Paul Armani, you'll know exactly where I am. I've just gone past our gin joint. What have I done with it? Hmm. I don't think I'm going to find this. Maybe it's gone. All the old shops go sooner or later. All turned into little sandwich shops, etc. Right, off we go. Maybe there'll be something down Cecil Court. Cecil Court is a little, um, very small little street actually. It's very, very Victorian. Lots of old bookshops, lots of old, uh, sort of old school formal wear for gentlemen, galleries, that type of thing. There's a new Byron hamburger thing on the corner now, but by and large, it's still very cute. Beautiful decorations. Um, you know the old, the old-fashioned. Actually, looks like candles. It's not candles, but you know the sort of Christmas decorations which are strewn across these types of musy streets. That's what we've got. Right now, going to head out without being run over by a taxi. Oh, this is not a good place to cross. I'm attempting to cross Charing Cross Road. I think I'm going to get mown down. Oh well, it's been nice knowing you all. It's quite nice to see some of the old buildings are still here and they're still used, although not what they were before. The Hippodrome, the old Hippodrome, used to be a theatre, cinema, and it was a club. Now it's a casino. There was a time that I was here a lot in my youth, um, Leicester Square and, and that type of place. Yes, of course, it's full of uh, tourists as it has always been but I used to go out here quite a lot up the west end as it used to be known nowadays you sort of avoid it like the plague I think that's the thing about Leicester Square and anywhere remotely touristy it's where the masses go there's the old zoo bar I had a very nice cocktail in there called a butterscotch babe there's a picture floating around of me sipping it Ah, we have some buskers. It's actually turning into Covent Garden. You can hear the music. It's hilarious. We've got some guy dressed as a clown. He's putting string in a corner of the square. He's about to do something with it. I'm not quite sure what he's doing. All sorts of people are watching him. It's pretty cold out here. The trees are dripping with stalactites, um, glittery 
LED strewn stalagmites and snowflakes. Look very pretty actually hanging from the tree. What on earth is going on in the square? They appear to have fenced it all off. It's all changed. Used to be, used to be able to sit in it. Now I think, oh I see. I think it might be Santa's Grotto. Oh, more street art. Wow, we've got somebody break dancing. Oh, now let me think. What do I think about this? Now he's got to be cold. Should be on the stage. He's very smiley. Basically, he's body popping for those of you old enough to know what I'm talking about. Past the M&M stall. And we're going to hang a right into Wardour Street. Wardour Street. In the midst of Soho, just at the arch of Chinatown. Wardour Street used to have a club called The Wag. I was in The Wag. I went there for my 19th birthday. I was dressed like Betty Boo, you know, sort of wide jersey head band, cat's eye makeup, black leggings, they were all the rage. I had a sort of a lacy black body on. Hilarious. Oh dear, those were the days, Betty Boo. Now, Brewer Street is a really interesting one. Used to have the O-Bar. The O-Bar was ridiculously famous for going wild on a Friday and Saturday night. And this was all very well. Uh, but unless you got onto the, the upper floor, which was sort of the inner sanctum, it was sort of, um, shall we call it a VIP lounge without being labelled as a VIP lounge. Um, it was great. It was dancing on tables and all sorts of stuff. I used to regularly gate crash with my friends. Um, one in particular, she was a model, so she basically got us in everywhere. Amazing when I think about it now. Um, what good looks does. Anyway, um, that was the O-Bar. Very good, actually. Now it's just full of, you've got beautiful pubs like the Argyle. There's lots of, it's very up and coming, if you like, with Soho. The gentrification of Soho is uh, huge now. It's been going on for quite some time. Um, some people like it, some people don't. Lots of different shops. It's got a few individual boutiques. I don't know quite how they manage it. In any, you know, it's anybody's guess, really, because the business rates down here is excruciating. But... You have got a lot of the chain stores that are moving in, rag and bone, that type of thing, um, which is quite interesting. Right, we're going to be turning left into Lexington Street. Lexington Street is it's quite a small little road, really. usually used as a rat run by the taxi cabs. You come back here in about, shall we say, a couple of hours' time, and it will be raving, raving busy. Ah, Anderson Edmonds. Anderson Edmonds is a beautiful little restaurant um, that's been going on for quite some time. It's quite romantic, if that's your type of thing, but you get lots of business guys in there now because the food is good. And that's bang opposite the Jon Snow pub. That's been going years. And that's opposite a veggie pret. Wow, what's that? I'm just passing. Oh my God, it's an artisan wine shop. What's that doing here? In Soho? Well, I know they all drink, but that's ridiculous. Next to an artisan trainer shop. Now, how niche is that? What's that going in over there? New restaurant. Oh my God, it's the Ivy. Now, the Ivy 
The Ivy Soho Brasserie. Well, there you are. You see, that's going to stop people from coming down from Covent Garden. The Ivy, if you don't know what that is, it's a restaurant that was very well known, still is very well known. It's got its main, uh, main restaurant in Covent Garden, and it's where lots of media personalities and celebrities go. Uh, it's huge, sort of 70s, 80s, 90s and 2000s. Uh, you just couldn't get a table for love nor money and you sort of had to they only opened the booking sort of two months before and you had to be sort of really quick um literally ringing at 10 a.m and people were paused over the phone trying to get tables but they've now under sort of shall we say new management i think richard caring bought them out if i remember rightly uh who's a restaurateur and he's just basically put brasseries everywhere it's look very pretty they've got some uh, multicolored christmas trees outside um, and a smart ivy green, as you would imagine, awning over the top, uh, all lit up in gold. It's very pretty. I'll see if I can take a picture for Instagram. This is ridiculous. I've got 15 minutes to my appointment and I can't find a card shop. This is ridiculous. This is London. Why can I never find anything when I want it? I bet you in about an hour's time I'll be inundated with card shops. There's a pop-up shop that's just arrived. And I mean just arrived, there's people with placards outside. What's going on there? Yeah. No, it's a coat restaurant. Yaucha, otherwise known as posh Chinese. That's quite nice. Oh, I wonder. See, I'm on Broadwick Street. Those of you that know what I'm talking about will know what I mean. There's like a crossroads. And it's a bit perilous as you sort of go past the market. So you can get run over by the taxis. Sort of on a blind corner. I just haven't been down here in months. It might even be over a year. Really interesting glazing here. Might have to take a picture. The duck and rice. Okay, posh Chinese. Looks pretty amazing. Gonna have to take a picture. Hang on a moment, caller. Masses of building work going on down here as well. Uh, this is Berwick Street, um, home of the market. They were trying to get rid of the market for years. It was sort of one of those really, really old-fashioned markets. It's been going for, well, let's just say it's been going for decades, if not centuries, probably. Um, there was used to be a club down here that I used to go to of an evening, obviously when the market had finished. Now it's just sort of costumes um, and vast amounts of building work. There are cranes everywhere uh, 90 to 104 Berwick Street more color is coming to Soho's High Street wow this is called the, the High Street is it now lots of uh, fabrics down here it's not quite the rag tray but it's something like that this is niche as well this is an actual comic shop oh my god this is, I really should have to come down here more often Everything changes. Right, we're gonna hang a left here down Peter Street. This is one of the routes I could have come on the way in here. People eating noodles, nail bars, Ben and Jerry's, obviously ice cream parlors, another pret. Thousands of black taxis going everywhere. The banana tree. What's that? My God! Oh, they've there's an entire salad bar and they've covered it in thick silver foil. 
to stop it drying out. It's a bit bizarre. And off license. Well, that's doing a roaring business. Hairdressers. Scribbler. Perfect. I found a card shop, ladies and gents. It's here. This is why I get run over by a black taxi. Plenty of new bars down here. No restaurants. Literally, sometimes they arrive for a year and then they go. It's the marketplace, ladies and gents. The marketplace. Mission accomplished. Now off to my appointment. Oh dear. Getting dark already. It's only 3.30. You always see um, interesting fashion in Soho. Um, obviously the media companies that are around, film companies, uh, music companies, means that you have quite a lot of creative souls, which is all well and good you can probably imagine and intermingled with a few suits lots of people uh, from the city take their ties off when they come here fruit and veg man back down my clubbing street the club that used to be here uh, was La Scala and La Scala was known to have a few sort of, um, again, that word niche, nights on. This is before things were quite so specialised. So you had the big clubs and then you had the niche ones. And obviously they used to have the car wash here, 1970s club. And you had to dress up. If you didn't dress up, you didn't get in. That simple. I once went in two plaits and I had black jersey bell bottoms with a white crochet tunic on and platforms, obviously. Platforms, remarkably, remarkably um, comfortable. It's a complete convert to them. Left into Broadwick Street. Back past the Ivy. For those that don't know, we're running parallel to Oxford Street, which is the main shopping street in London. Pumping house music coming out of the trainer's shop. <sighs> you can see why people, some of the residents, have been against the gentrification. A lot of the old buildings have been torn down and sort of new ones have gone up. Not so much so um, sort of tower blocks, but just sort of the new stuff. But funnily enough, not quite as bland as some of the others. I think the architects realising that they're in Soho and within a creative medium have um, been a bit more creative. It's quite nice. Soho's always been a bit of a spiritual home to me. I think I like all the nooks and crannies and the variety that's here. Right, let's get cooking. Quickly in here, quickly out. And then we'll be off. Off home, hurrah. Oh, hello, is that you, Belinda? It's Mrs. Fousse from the Reading Job. Yeah, yeah, how are you doing? Listen, I'm just checking up on how you're going with the fabric research because I know you were having a little bit of difficulty. So I'm just going to give you a little bit of assistance, yeah. Just to remind you, no, Belinda, no spots, no florals, no stripes. I can't bear stripes, they're so restrictive. 
No checks. Uh, who would have checks? Might that's more like my grandmother's sort of pattern. Nothing loud, darling. I don't want things screaming at me while I'm eating my paleo breakfast in Reading. No eye cat at all. I can't stand the eyes in cats. It's just maybe something 10th century Ming dynasty. Perhaps something in velvet, purple, green. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dear Georgie Dias, I must say, I actually wish you were one of my clients with that kind of a call. God, my life would be so much easier if things were upfront and obvious from the very beginning. It would have been so brilliant. I just wish they would say, this is what I do and what I don't like. I have to ask. Um, I've got one at the moment, I've got another one, the Sloan Square job. Uh, she doesn't like green. I'm like, right, okay, nothing green. Does that include like blue-green? I mean, I have to think about this stuff. It's quite nice actually not having boundaries, I must admit, because then boundaries are boundaries. You don't get carried away. But uh, frankly, that was, uh, in some ways, that was a little bit too lifelike. Could you just be one of my clients? How much fun would that be? It would be marvellous. Good evening, my little anchorlets. It is now almost, I think it's vaguely, 20 to 8, something like that. I've had dinner. I'm about to start video editing for the evening. Um, I have a day at home tomorrow when I'm going to be whizzing through my work. I think I might have to take this up, sort of one day out, one day in. In, out, shake it all about, something like that. Um, I think it's going to be good. And then I'm back over. Where am I back over? Where am I? Where am I? I don't know where I am. Oh, that's right. I'm out. Out and about on Thursday as well. Primrose Hill job. Uh, that's going to be fun. But for now, it's quite nice being indoors. Um, it's quite cold outside again. The temperature's dropped a little bit. I think I need some chocolate. I think I'm going to have some Swiss roll. That's what I'm going to have. Fairly busy day today. Not that much rough on my feet, but um, a lot of walking about, traipsing around, as you know. Tomorrow will be quieter, I hope. The interesting I found really about Anchor and a lot of other if you like social media, for want of a better phrase, is that it's okay for me to actually get some anchoring done um, to you all. Um, is it necessarily easier than something like Instagram or Twitter or something else? Not necessarily, um, but I think Instagram probably has an edge because you can just take a photograph and sort that out when I'm on the tube or somewhere else and then let it go through in its own good time. Can't do that with Anchor. Um, I did a couple of waves earlier on and um, Anchor shut me down and I know that it's probably just because of a whole kind of glitch thing going on every so often but when you lose a two, three, four, five minute wave you just think well should I just record that all again? Why? Um, don't really have the time. So that's my kind of gripe for the moment. It seems a lot easier and swifter to um, to do, post something on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook for that matter. Um, haven't quite got to grips with Snapchat yet. Um, I'm working on it. I've tried to diarise this. It hasn't quite worked at all. Um, but at least it's better than it was. We shall see. Um, but I do like seeing everybody's stuff. Uh, I saw Victoria's husband, Eric, on Instagram for the first time. Uh, that was very good. Uh, Georgie Deist, obviously, on, um, running along the beach, occasionally eating chocolates in her class. Yes, that's you, Georgie D. Um, and I try and follow everybody else. I get quite a few there. There's always, I don't know what it is with Dewan. Dewan, you're always either very 
you, you, you either look very grumpy or very happy. I'm not quite sure why this is, um, but you do. But that is quite funny. Um, and obviously the lovely Bernie, I sort of catch up with Bernie and Barbara and the rest um, on Facebook because they write on there. So I try and catch up with you all, but it's not always easy, my little anchorlets, getting you actually on anchor still. I shall persevere. And maybe one day they will improve the whole kind of AirPods, the AirPods thing with um, iPhone for anchor. That would be blissful. Then I wouldn't have to swap my headphones. Another barrier to me creating content. Never mind. I'll get there in the end. Mr. Teddy Brown. I have not spoken to you before. Can I call you... When you say the bear, is that Mr. Bear? Or just bear? As in bear in the woods? Bear with me? Too much to bear? Well, either way, it's very nice to hear from you. Are you doing well? I mean, as for my audiovisual woes... Um, and everything else for that matter. Yes, I'm hoping my audiovisual woes will be over. I'll tell you, as far as audiovisual stuff, I've just ordered a TV bracket and a sound bar bracket for my Reading clients. I'm hoping that's going to sort them out. I have no idea what music they listen to, though. Although, um, one of my Reading clients, he has, he's got this, what we call it, the music box. And basically, it's an old-fashioned... I suppose what it would be, not, I won't say it's a jukebox, it's just a record player, but it's old school and it's sort of wrapped up in wood and has speakers and things attached to it and everything else. But he's got some sort of LPs, some sort of, um, I suppose, what would they be, 12 inches, as they used to be called in my day, um, and LPs. And some of them, it's quite an eclectic mix. But of course, this is vinyl records, and I'm told that this is all coming back. I'm not quite sure whether vinyl records... Um, will ever come truly back. I do see quite a few sort of DJs uh, sort of harping back to those. Obviously, they went from vinyl, then they went to CDJs. Then everything is obviously is computer. It's just um, a, digital, a digital track. And some of them have gone back to vinyl, so I guess it comes full circle. Maybe one day they'll, um, they'll pick up the sort of, what is the phonograph or something like that. One of those, there's one, of, one of those wind-up merchants. And speaking of 1950s music and 1960s music, yes, before my time, but I have asked my mother about this. She said she was into the Rolling Stones, which in some ways really shocked me, and then thought, mm, maybe not. And I said, were you a Beatles fan? And she says, no, not really. You're either a Stones fan or a Beatles fan, and your father and I were, were uh, the Stones fan. And I thought, okay, that's quite interesting to know. I presume, I've got a feeling that the Stones were cooler. Is that right? Is, have I got that right, people of the 60s? I don't know. And the 70s, for that matter. I presume so. I mean, I like the f a few odd tracks of the Beatles, and I like a few odd tracks of the Stones. I'm, I don't really have any affiliation um, or prejudice against either one. They're both all right in their, good, in their good time. But you see, I'm a girl of really a, a bit of 70s, but probably more 80s, which you can see, you can, it's reflected in my music taste, because that's, it's the sort of stuff of my youth. Um, and maybe a little bit of the 90s thrown in. Other than that, I'm, you know, the rest of it is just I can take it or leave it. I like a few new things. Not that much, though, I must admit. I think I shall see. I shall see what's, what's on the wheel, see who's playing what. Let you see. Right, Mr. Bear, you've got me on a bit of a challenge. I'm going to see if I can find some, maybe some 50s and 60s music that I like. Speak to you later. Bear out. Good evening, my little anklets. Well, videoing is done. All my editing is done, so I am going to have an attempt, another early night, which roughly means I shall watch a bit of TV 
and then drop off. Um, and I should be on hand at my desk tomorrow for more fun and games. Hope you're all having a splendiferous evening or morning. Possibly it could be morning with, for Georgie D. Must get my, my times right. I'm going to have to start getting these clocks in my room that sort of tells me what hour of the day everybody's in. Except they won't be just clocks saying New York. It'll be Georgie and it'll be Dewan and Barbara and Victoria. Can you imagine it? It'd be so exciting. In fact, that could be like a bit of merchandise, really, couldn't it? Anchor merchandise. You could actually have a clock with your name on it and you can farm it out to people and tell them whatever whatever city they're in, what to, what to set it to, and then they can know permanently where you are at what time of the day. Yes, not one of my uh, best ideas, that. Never mind. Nighty-night, everybody. Oh, my goodness, Belinda, I'm listening to you describe Soho, and I'm so sad that we didn't meet years ago. I would have been down there all the time with you clubbing and the 70s nightclub. I so would have got dressed up and platforms. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, what a shame we can't go back in time. If I could turn back time. Oh, thank you so much for that journey through Soho. Everything you described, I really felt like I was there. You were describing the new buildings, the culture, the history, the type of people, the fashion, the commerce, the architecture. Oh, it made me really sad for England, and I wished we'd never left Belinda. So, thanks for that. I'm really sad now. But, hey, I could still come visit you, and we could go to Soho, hey? What do you reckon? Dear Georgie, dearest... Um, oh my God, that's just, it would just be an absolute blast if you came to, if you came to Zoho, if you came to London. Um, it would have been so much fun. So much fun. Um, I mean, it's funny, isn't it? Walking through, walking through Zoho, it's, it's such, I know that there's a gentrification thing and everyone has a sort of meltdown over all the differences and I don't mind it really. I don't mind them sort of putting up new buildings and everything else because some things were, dilapidated but you've got to be sort of sympathetic to the area so you can't have tower blocks but you can have sort of new buildings interspersed with the old ones it's just when they're sort of out of proportion that really bothers me and I'm quite like my sort of heritage and the architecture especially 1920s 30s and the Victorian era is is particularly special because it's so ornate and they took so much care over it so it matters to me but I've been going to Soho since I was 15 um, when I first started working um, up in town so I knew all these different places and I've seen everything change but you can't stop the wind of change and people have you know sort of meltdowns over it so and then you just think and you think oh I can't handle it and then you see them all sitting in there in these in these fashionable bars you know drinking their latte it's quite hilarious really um so they they do tend to sort of uh, come around in the end but so much going on the market's really interesting because obviously that's where La Scala was that was where the club was and uh that's going to be really interesting to see what they do with that because the market's still there and they still want to keep it, but it's just smartened up um, incredibly. Uh, so much to do, so much to do, and it depends really. It's you have to have, you have to have that. Um, so many of the sort of media companies um, were just sort of hopping across Regent Street into Mayfair, a very expensive part of town, in order to have uh, sort of posh Chinese. So until Yaucha turned up on the corner. Um, people couldn't, you know, people were just like, you know, why are you going there? There's Chinatown just around the corner. And I used to say, look, you know, people need to just relax. 
Chinatown, it's like rough and ready. You know what it's like. Yes, you're going to get good food, but it's for the masses. Seriously, they're almost like, you know, warehouses, whereas Yaocha is, you know, is polished and you, and you pay for it. But these people are entertaining clients. What else do you want them to do? So, um, yeah, it's kind of neat to. You've got all sorts of the posh hotels there as well. Soho House obviously moved in. Uh, that was one of the first ones. Uh, and that sort of turned, you know, basically swapped everything around. And there's the Richmond Hotel um in you know in soho and so that's just brought in all sorts of people it's it's very interesting area now but um and it's next to covent garden i mean there's so many it's such a, a small little bit of town when i think about it but um it's well worth going but you come to london georgie deist and we shall go out god can you imagine it that'll be that'll just be we'll never leave You'll, you won't be able to go home there's too much to do there's too many things to see um and and everything else because the clubs are still going it's just, <laughs> just whether they'll let us in. <laughs> I'll be on the door. Hilarious. You can be in the cage. How's that one? Anyway, I'll let you get on. Adios.